Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Day 14. Coming to you from Everest Base Camp again. I'm not sure what to think about today. I'll try and explain. So, uh, the plan for today was to go up into the icefall. We set off around nine o'clock this morning, I think, uh, our team. And then there was a few others floating around as well. A few other people who were personal guided Sherpa teams. Uh, started really slow. Um, and I'm doing my own head in because I'm at times because I'm constantly monitoring like every second monitoring monitoring the feedback uh, and on a mountain I'm not I'm starting to kind of wonder if that's a smart tactic um, uh, but anyway it was really slow kind of maybe 45 minutes to an hour um, until we got to a crampon point and we put on our crampons and put away our poles and uh, and then I think they decided to uh, Big Tendi and Tenji decided to kind of up the pace a little bit which is an unusual tactic from my point of view um, that you would take the flat parts really slow and then when it gets kind of into um, a um, incline and ascent that you would decide to uh, up the pace. Anyway, it was unbelievably spectacular in there. I've thrown off. I've never never been in a place like it. From the penitentas to the seracs to the um, ice walls 
to the it was covered obviously in the snow from like two days um and then uh, everywhere you look is a different shape and uh contour of ice and snow um crevasses ice bridges yeah absolutely just out of this world place um and it was tough going at times, you know, it was, you're into the technical climbing here, so, you know, using the Jumar, uh, clipping in, clipping out. And I'm, uh, I am just trying to find my feet a little bit with that whole process. You know, I do, I do, my default is to push, you know, is to go fast uh, and that can fuck you up at altitude, particularly in the kind of delicate enough state I'm in at the moment. So there's a few kind of uh, basically 90 degree kind of climbs today where, um, or maybe 80 degree, where I just, you know, I was trying to be kind of nice and steady and controlled and watching my foot placement and then um, uh, trying to be real present in terms of mind-body connection. And then uh, I start kind of, I'm nearly too conscious of the technical side of it. And sometimes you just have to fucking grip it and rip it. And that's what I did uh, just to get to the top. And okay, then at the top you suffer a little bit, like it takes you, you know, you're, you can literally feel your cells uh, gasping for uh, oxygen and energy. Um, but you recover and I was that was the real positive thing about today is that I was recovering from those actions okay the in terms of efficiency they might be terrible but you know I was getting it done and I'm not going to let myself be stopped uh, achieve what I want to achieve here uh, because technically I'm not very good you know if I have to just fucking you know pig it pig ignorant it and just fucking climb up a thing use my uh, upper body strength well you know I, I, I may, may choose, choose to do that so um, I did that a few times today and yeah and then it was great to feel that recovery coming you know and then I was just very cog conscious then and the next once I kind of gave myself a break because I was following Tenji so we were right at the front so I had a bit of time there uh, to be and then once we had a kind of opportunity at the top to kind of have a, a recovery period and then it was just about being really present and literally feeling the bottoms of my feet and trying to connect my breath with that as i walked those next few steps even if they were um at a strong incline uh yeah so we ended up going to five, six, just under five, six. It felt like, you know, when you look down on base camp, it felt like you were way more than just 250 meters above it. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't think that's even halfway through the ice fall, but it was really good training and there was some real aggressive parts to it and all sorts of twists and turns and um, complications. and. Well, I don't know if you want to call it complications, but like challenges with, uh, you know, navigating this glacier that's, you know, moving, 
basically it's moving right now it's moving when we're in it um, in the hang of things I think still need to kind of up my game on the technical side of like repelling and uh, the jumaring is okay probably need to sort out my rigging a little bit lengthen some of it but uh, yeah becoming a bit more smoother a bit more present with it all a little less stressed about it all you know I'm an absolute beginner here like you know um, and with that comes insecurities so it's just trying to be come back to you know what is of um, value and meaning to me you know and and function through those those values you know and slow down a little bit um, but I feel like getting there it's loads of positive stuff uh, when we got back to camp I was so I think it was about a we got back around half one so it was that four and a half hours or so I was pretty fucked I must say and I was really fucked uh, came down to my tent straight away and I was really happy with this because even though I was absolutely fucked, I was very disciplined in around what I did. Um, okay, I was slow in doing it, but I came back down to my tent and, um, you know, stripped off layers. I had um, a base layer, uh, Under Armour tights on that were just a bad idea because it was really hot in the ice fall today. The sun was baking us. Um, big boots off and then get all like the sweaty gear off and then change into some more comfortable stuff. And um, I had a shake of the concoction I brought, which is protein, Vitargo and uh, BCAAs. And then I had one of the Rennell's bars again, because I just, I could feel my body was screaming for calories, you know, just wanted energy, wanted sustenance. It wanted something to recover from. I was probably zonked, so I had that, and then uh, I had something else as well. What is a kind of half bottle of Coke there? I just took a slug of that and just needed some sugar, even though the Vitargo kind of works like that. <coughs> and uh, <coughs> and then lay down. I just wanted to sleep, to be honest. But uh, we had lunch then. So that was great because it was more calories and that's what my body needed for recovery, you know. So I went up, lunch was quite light. It wasn't great, to be honest, but I ate everything I could, loads more liquids, and then brought down two and a half liters um, to, the, um, to the tent after lunch and basically made it my mission to get that into me before dinner, which was half six. Uh, felt recovered well no going to lunch I felt still like a bit like dizzy and then uh, coming back I felt better much better with all the calories good quality calories um, and lay down but then I started to develop a headache just a real mild headache you know and I was there kind of throughout when I was trying to doze throughout the afternoon in bed it's lovely and warm again tent cozy but the headache was quite disturbing to my sleep and uh, I got this thing they call the Kubu cough as well, you know, uh, just this cough that from the cold air um, and from the altitude and from the exertion. So that was waking me up um, and that can be quite a fit of a thing when it hits you. 
back up for dinner then and serious dinner. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, I took a, a Nurofen and a Diclofenic uh, just to hope, like, to, to kind of rid me myself of the headache. And it seemed to do the trick back up for dinner then. And we got some news, some big, big, big news. Um, COVID has reached the camp. Not only has it reached the camp, it's within our team. And seven members of the larger CTSS um, have tested positive, and three of them are in our group, Wave 3. So this is, yeah, big, big news. So all those people are getting flown down to Kathmandu, probably staying in some shitty hotel or um, even the hospital until they test negative. And then uh, I think one of them's not coming back because he's injured his knee as well, Nicola from Canada. But the rest of them have the option then to come back up. Um, and you're sure enough, like there's going to be more people have it, you know. And if I'm honest, even my brain is starting to think, like, do I have it? Because, um, you know, I just haven't been feeling the usual, my usual self uh, for a little while. It's been, it's been remarkable to me, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think we're getting tested tomorrow. So we'll find out. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, I mean, if seven people have it, you can be damn sure more people have it as well. Uh, I think they're all asymptomatic. Um, well, no, because no, because there's a few who had fevers and they weren't sure. They thought they had a fever, but obviously, oh, it's COVID. Now, I don't envy Mike Hamill, who's the, the big boss, you know, trying to deal with this and. Uh, trying to ring fence it and yeah, make sure he doesn't lose his season. I think the good thing that's it couldn't have really happened at a better time in terms of in enduring the uh, during the um, climb because there's still like five or six weeks left and there was another guy who came talking to us today it was post lunch and he was saying you know the earliest he's ever summited is the 18th and the latest the 27th of may so like there is time even if you do get it to you know get it sorted and get back up here and then and still have a, a cut at the summit yeah so that's big news i'll keep you posted on where that goes um, yeah in terms of myself i think i'm just i'm too you know, what's the word? I'm analyzing the moments too much. You know, I think I need to be leave it to a little bit more of a general spin. Now, I have to respect myself in doing that. You know, that comes from experience, but I'm not sure that's the greatest thing here on the mountain. Um, I just got to get, I can't be so judgmental of, you know, a, a sapping, you know, fatigue feedback. And, and then start doubting all oh, you, you know, you know, it's, it, you know, start comparing like ammonia sudden such and such a height and we have to get to this height. Like, how am I going to do that? You know, I think I'm, I'm not doing myself any favors by doing that. So, you know, I'm, I've been in my own head most of the day. And when I look at today, today is incredibly positive compared to three days ago or two days ago. You know, we had some serious efforts going up that ice fall today. Uh, and I recovered from them. 
okay, I didn't feel like Superman, but the difference from a few days ago was enormous. Like, so that's really positive, but then I'm still looking at it a little bit, you know, not negatively, but I'm, yeah, kind of negatively, yeah. And I'm not doing myself any favors and I'm, I'm uh, creating this kind of confusion inside. So I, um, I really need to be more aware of that and, and kind of how I frame that thing, how I frame that feedback, how I frame that information that I'm given momentarily or not be so focused on those moments, you know, not be looking for something to, you know, create a doubt, create a stress long term, you know, because nothing I can't do anything about two weeks from now or three weeks from now. All I can do is at this moment right now, it's the exact same when I'm climbing, you know. Uh, so don't be worrying about who knows what three weeks from now is going to look like or two weeks from now or, you know. So this is the the battle that's going on. It's, yeah, sometimes I wonder, do, like, it's, it's harder for bigger guys, like, it's fucking, and I wonder, do other people go through the same, like shocking levels of fatigue on a cellular level like I it's it's scary in terms of the effect it can have on you on your mind and trying to stay um, concentrated and present and in control with that feedback because you have that bit more size and muscle mass and it needs um, oxygen you know and I am um, now, I can only speak for myself, but I, I often wonder, like, does everyone else feel this? And I really, I really don't think they do. You know, I don't see it. Yeah, not that it matters. <laughs> All that matters is what I feel and what I can um, overcome through that, like that feeling, that feedback. Only all I, yeah, I know. I'm the only no, I'm the only one who knows what I feel. And there's something fantastic about that as well. If you can persevere and overcome through it, and I'm going to give it my fucking best shot. All right. <coughs> oh my God. All right. Just in on day, what fucking day is it? 15. Uh, from Pomori High Camp. 5740 something. Jesus Christ, I don't know what's going wrong with me. Absolutely fucked from the minute I got up this morning. I, I like, I ate so much food yesterday. Drank so much water. Uh, Rocked out of bed this morning and just started feeling fatigue straight away from the off, like walking around camp, walking to breakfast. <coughs> <coughs> of this fucking kubu cough thing as well. Kumbu cough. Breaking my balls. Jesus. Um, yeah, they were doing tests this morning because of the COVID thing. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, the gun to the head. What's that for fucking temperature? Um, O2 sats and heart rate. And my temperature was 102.5. My O2 sats were 76, my heart rate was 76. Yeah, just, you know, decided to plug on and give it a go. Uh, Even though I think my mind was almost expecting somebody to pull me because uh, I wasn't very organized then when we hit the trail like I hadn't any snacks uh, hadn't my layering wasn't good enough uh, just a fucking, fucking grind you know going up that mountain constant low to um, low level fatigue <coughs> That communicates if you go any faster, you're gonna fucking explode. Like you can almost feel the cells searching for um, oxygen and energy. At times I was able to really dial in, just tell myself to relax, relax, relax the breathing, calm the breathing, calm the mind, and not stress too much about you know, the the state I find myself in. And listen, <clears throat> I got to the top, or I got to the, the camp one or whatever it is, base camp on Pomori, which should stand to me, but like, fuck me. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Why can't I acclimatize? It's like I have some sort of, there's some sort of underlying issue that is stopping me kind of get to where I usually am. <sighs> I've been isolated now since I came back. I'm in the quarantine tent I just took a piss looks like fucking orange Chinese fucking sauce uh, yeah gonna get like I said COVID tested maybe that's it jeez I'd love if it was something simple like that you know um, yeah I'm a bit worried I'm just not recovering like you know a big effort yesterday into the ice fall I smashed food and and like carbs and protein shakes, supplements I brought and a bar and and then like you know to wake up like that and felt good this yesterday evening, but then to wake up like that this morning and just feeling off from the start, nightmare. Ah, lovely. Got some dinner. Huh? Oh, thank you. Lovely sushi. Thanks, Ashok. Uh, my thing? Yeah, I have it here. Back in uh, the quarantine tent, they let me. Gets really cold here around once the sun drops behind the peaks around half five, so. Um, they let me go down to my tent um, and sleep. Basically, but I just crawled into my crawled into my sleeping bag and curled up and brought down a thermos of hot water. Hot water is your your queen around here. Um, tried to eat one of my kind of energy bars.
wouldn't I wouldn't have bothered my arse getting out of bed if um Thank you. Yeah. Nice energy. Yeah. Good man. You want something else? More? No, that's good. Okay. Just let me know if you want more pasta or chicken. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So that was Tenji there. This guy came down and got me. And I tell you, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had the energy or the inclination to come up here. Otherwise, I was happy enough in bed. And the appeal of the kind of meager food wasn't really doing it for me. Even though I knew, I knew you gotta get up, you gotta feed. You know, do I feel better? <sighs> marginally, marginally. Just a bit of liquid, I presume and um, a little bit of food has me feeling a bit better but I still uh, yeah it's uh, it's a supremely optimist optimistic uh, stance on uh, the state I'm feeling this is worrying times I must say I had a good chat with Roselle earlier in fairness and uh, she perked me up massively um, and just the vent like the talking out talking about it Instead of being in my own head about it, helped as well. Uh, I'm not giving up on this fucking thing. Not in a million years. I'm gonna fucking fight. I'm just gonna have to try and survive this uh, really tough moment. Uh, but I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight. We gotta be smart as well. Um, and if continually uh, forcing myself day after day is just taking longer and longer to recover uh, well sooner or later I, you know, I'm gonna break like that's just you know over 7,000 meters seven and a half thousand meters eight thousand meters what the fuck like so uh, you know I think I might go to the emergency do an emergency room here I think I might go to the emergency room now after this or maybe in the morning. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I'll talk to you again before bed. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.